Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm in New England, and I'm speaking to Dylan. He's a farmer, and he's grown some hemp, and I'm going to be speaking with him and seeing what he's doing here. Hi, Dawn, Dylan. I'm doing all right, Freddie. Yeah, that's great. So uh, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got uh, uh, involved in hemp. So my wife and I uh, moved to New England to start an organic vegetable farm. Um, we kind of wanted to, to give back and live a more sustainable lifestyle. So we transitioned into an organic farm. We did fruits and vegetables and market gardening for about four or five years. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to go back to school. So I went back to school for plant science. I'm, we'll be, I'll be graduating in December. Um, but I started to get interested in hemp and growing hemp. So I brought that to my farm here. Okay, awesome. So we're going to take a look at the, your, your plants here. And they're uh, pretty big here. What is that, uh, seven, eight feet? Yeah, we, we have some tall plants here. I'd say is, you know, we got a couple 10-footers, I think. But on average, I'd say between 7 and 8 feet. Okay. And then they're still in a stretch, so we'll get another foot out of them, I'd say, throughout flower. And then, so how far apart did you, you, you plant the plant them? I'll tell you, maybe a little bit too close for these bigger plants. Yeah. Um, but I went, I went um, four foot on center. Okay. In between rows. And then in rows, um, three feet apart. Okay. So about 12 square feet per plant. <clears throat> All right. Awesome. But now we're measuring at 8 feet tall, 4 feet wide. We're, <laughs> we're stretching our boundaries all right, but we're doing a lot of um, defoliating and trimming, making sure they got a lot of airflow through these plants, um, which is important because in the Northeast, you know, we don't have the, we don't have that dry, hot air. Yeah. Right? we got to mess with that humidity a bunch, so we got to keep them nice and happy, get some airflow through them. Okay. Do you have a, uh, an acre or two, or what do you have there? Yeah, full full property is uh, for the farm is four acres, but we downscaled it um, for research purposes, so we can kind of calculate yield okay. and get a good assessment on you know what we're working with. Okay. This being in New England, you know, it's kind of we're, we're <laughs> the pioneers of the industry, so we're not really sure what we're getting out of out of it. Well, um, but we're on a quarter acre. Okay. About, awesome. a th about a thousand plants, but with cold males, we're working about six 650 female plants. Okay. Let's take a look around here. Sure. Okay, Go so we're, we're here, and you have uh, two little plots. One is, a, you call them A1 and A2? A1 and A2. Uh, and because we did staggered planting, we, we filled up A1 first. Okay. Uh, seeds went in the ground uh, May 2nd, and... Or seeds went into the into pots in the greenhouse on May second. Okay. For transplants, they were transplanted into the field uh, June fourteenth and fifteenth for the first plantings. Okay. And those are the plants that are, you know, seven to ten, twelve feet tall right yeah, now. Yeah. Kind of yeah. get 
they're getting big and out of hand and it's it's interesting to see because we we didn't deal with that size that you know that size plant last year okay we were more around the five to seven foot okay. foot range and so what uh what variety is this there's two cultivars okay. uh wife is the first cultivar and that's okay. what you're seeing in the first two the first two plots and then abacus is okay. the second okay all right all high cbd yielding plants well they're looking great Ah, thank you. I like them. So, Dylan, what are these uh, over here? They're a lot smaller than the other ones. You planted them a little bit later, right? Yeah, these went in right around uh, July 14th and 15th. So, they were the last plants that we put in the ground. They're a month later than the first plants that went in June, June 14th, 15th. Okay. These are split wife and abacus cultivars. The difference with this plot is that we sexed um, the plants inside the greenhouse so you're gonna they're, they're a little bit more full they're spaced at two foot um, just because they went in a little bit later and they're gonna be a little bit smaller plants okay but then we have the guarantee that they're gonna be female okay so tell us a little bit about for our listeners uh, what you meant by sexed uh, so right around this time when the when the Sun starts you know when you start getting less Sun uh, throughout the day normally well, we started seeing pre-flower July 16th, um, right around 14 hours of sunlight per day. Okay. And at that point, the flower starts to set pre-flower. And that gives us a chance to take the males out of the crop before we put them into the field. Because the males, you want to take out, you want to cull the males, which means take, take them out, <clears throat> so that they won't pollinate the females. Okay. And when pollinate the females, then you'll get seed in your flower. Oh, okay, yeah. Right, so seed in your flower, you don't want that. Lower terpene and um, CBD pro or cannabinoid profiles in the plant, so you want to take that out. Um, and then with that, you're guaranteed um, more plants per plot. Okay. And you're able to space them a little bit closer. Okay, all right. And and what variety is this river? Uh, white, the white variety and abacus. Still okay. staying with the same, same two cultivars. Okay. And so you'll be harvesting here in, in a month or so, you think? Yeah, I'm guessing late September. Again, okay. it's it's all about the analysis. Staying under that 0.3% is the most important part of this job. Um, so I'd say right around, yeah, last week of September. Okay, all right. And so you're going to have uh, them come out and uh, do an analysis on... Now tell us a little bit about the the process for their analysis. Where do they take their samples from on the, on the, on the? So so that's that's something that we'll do. We'll okay. do it at the farm. We'll bring it up to one of the labs, um, and they they'll analyze it for us. But what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to go in, take a good sample, good flower sample, something that's more mature than the rest of the crop. Keep, you're keeping an eye on the crop to make sure that your plants aren't, you know, they, they're staying within the same maturity. Um, but you, you're really just taking a small flower sample off the plant, taking a small piece. Okay. Um, and you're putting it in a bag, label it, you okay. date it, send it out to the lab, um, and they, they give you verification of the, the cannabinoid profile in the plant. They send it back to you. They, they give you the okay that you're, you're under yeah, that 0.3%. Yeah, okay. And you, you maintain that. You do that every week. Um, until you know you start getting to that threshold and once you start seeing that your numbers are reaching that threshold you kind of have to pull back and take the plants down yeah 
Now I noticed when we came in here, you had a bunch of chickens. I mean, many chickens. I mean, you had the babies, <laughs> right? The peeps, I guess you call them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So it, they're going to be running out here and and. Yeah, we we got them for fun, but they're they're going to be uh, they're going to be helping us with fertilization in the field. Okay. Um, you know, soil I think is is the best is is the best indication of a, of a good grow. Okay. You know, you have good soil, you're going to have good healthy plants. And what we're trying to do here is is get our soil to be as optimal as we can. So utilizing the chicken for yeah. their for their fertilizer. Yeah. They'll be running around our cover crop, um, eating bugs. Yeah. So they're employed. They're employed. <laughs> yeah, they're they're, like em, yeah. they're employed. So by that time, they'll be full-grown chickens, right? And in, in, a, in a month or so. That's right. Yeah. So they're three weeks now. Okay. They're, they're still kind of <laughs> learning learning their ways, um, but yeah, in um, five or six weeks, they'll start getting to be about the full size, and they'll they'll start laying next spring, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we'll use them for eggs too. Yeah, and then, yeah. then, then take some of those eggs and create some more chickens right well ho yeah hopefully we'll get to, yeah we'll add some more chickens to the flock <laughs> sure yeah okay. and actually a lot of omelets too yeah there you go awesome i want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp revolution podcast on itunes or stitcher radio give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us, and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHempRevolution. Revolution.